Dr. Alan Leica here, and I'd like to welcome you to How to Live a Fantastic Life Show, where we will be discussing the important aspects of your life. We hope to inspire you to live the best life you can. Get out of your comfort zone and explore the awesome world around you. Break through your barriers. Take inspired action. Use the difficulties in your life to achieve the best version of you. We are going to diverge a wee bit from our regular talk. We are going to go into another sphere that's important for happiness, the money and financial sphere. So today we have Ken Honda. He is the best-selling self-development author in Japan with book sales exceeding 8 million copies since 2001. Now, he's going to share his work with English-speaking readers in the Western world. Aren't we so lucky? His latest book is called Happy Money, the Japanese art of making peace with money, which came out from Simon & Schuster, June 4, 2019. Ken, thank you for being here today. Dr. Laika, thank you so much for inviting me. This is such a great honor for me to be on your show. Ken, in today's world, with so many challenges, how does a person become wealthy? So there are so many ways to become wealthy. You know, um, for example, if you invent something that helps uh, that helps millions of people and then uh, receive royalties and become uh, wealthy, and uh, oh, just say uh, run a twenty different stores like uh, restaurants and dry cleaning business and then you may end up being wealthy or just you do some sketchy illegal things and then you you could become wealthy so it's like uh, climbing the mountain Um, you can climb a mountain from many different courses so it's up to you do you want to um, make everybody happy along the way or do you try to take advantage of all the people along the way so, exactly. uh, but it de- determines how you how well you sleep at night. So, so let's go into this concept that you have called happy money. What yes. does that mean? Happy money means that when you receive money, that brings you a smile. For example, you get a little uh, envelope from your grandparents, and there is a happy birthday card, but there's like ten dollars in enclosed in it, and then you kind of smile. You know, Daddy, I'm not five anymore, and <laughs> I can't buy so so many things with ten dollars. But you know, but you feel so good and happy because you can see their smile. It's not how much they send you. You know, it'd be nice if they send me a million dollars at like a trust fund. But ten dollars is good enough to make you smile. And also, when you spend money, if you feel so happy uh, by giving your money to the uh, cashier or at the restaurant. Uh, just thank you for the food. So when you appreciate money, that's happy money. Now, when you have happy money, does more happy money come to you magnetically? Exactly, Dr. Laika, uh, because happy money starts the cycle of appreciation in your life. Appreciation, it means it, when whatever you appreciate, appreciates. So if you appreciate other people, they appreciate you back. For example, if you appreciate your clients, your coworkers, and your, your the people that you're working with, they appreciate you back. And um, this in this uh, fan- uh, capitalism world, that appreciation sometimes translates into money. 
you could get a raise from your boss, you could get more business from your clients. So appreciation always works. Now, it must be difficult in this capitalist world where mm-hmm. it's doggy dog cutthroat for people really to have happy money. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, uh, I talk to thousands of people all the time uh, before uh, COVID, and I ask people uh, this question. Uh, how many of you have ever bought uh, uh, from somebody you, that you like or you love, uh, even though you knew, you, you knew it's, it's more expensive? But I like the guy or I like the, this person who's selling. And everybody raises his or her hand. That means that, you know, you love this florist who really enjoys selling flowers or just you go to this cafe or go to this papa mama shop that you like this guy's smile. So you knew you could probably get uh, somewhere very cheap at Costco or Amazon, but still you want to buy from those places. So uh, even though you think this world is a dog eat and zero sum uh, society, but still there is so much love and appreciation involved in our day day to day economy, like especially when we, when it comes to personal shopping. You know, we love uh, shopping from people that we like and we care. So uh, you're saying it's half true, but also, uh, you know, there is just a, a different dynamism working because. Um, we want people uh, we like to be more abundant. Well, what about the really poor people? You know, single mothers, the homeless. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to talk about happy money for you and me. But what yes. about people who are truly struggling and surviving day to day? Thank you, Dr. Laika. It's a great question because uh, happy money works wonders for all the people. It doesn't really matter how much money you have or how much money you make. Uh, one of my students was a single mom. She was working in a small company as a secretary. She was always complaining about how little pay she got uh, from her stingy boss. But after learning about happy money, she realized that it's a miracle that she is hired as a secretary, even though she didn't have a college degree or she she doesn't uh, have all the skill set. You know, she doesn't type fast and you know, all the other things. So a few weeks after she started appreciating her money, her boss, her work, and her life, she got a big raise from her boss, which she thought is like amazing. You know, uh, she thought an alien took over <laughs> her boss's body or something <laughs> because he's not a type of person who appreciates to begin with. And he said, thank you. She couldn't uh, believe her ears that she heard a word, thank you. And also she got a raise. Because she just um, started appreciating her boss, so her boss felt something, and, and he, w- he wanted to show his appreciation to her long-working um, uh, employee uh, with money, too. So um, whatever you appreciate, appreciates. So even though you're um, in a low-paying job, don't worry about it. Uh, you can turn your money into happy money, and by doing so, you know, people with a good heart uh, uh, see you, how you work, how you live. So uh, I've seen so many people being headhunted from other companies because the, uh, your working attitude and who you are is uh, uh, somebody that uh, that they want uh, you to working with them. Getcha, Ken. I getcha. Now, how does the way we feel about money affect our ability to live in abundance? So we... Uh, 
we can, I think we can choose what to, what to see. And, you know, what's going on, we can see beauty of human being in the midst of this chaos. Because I've seen people uh, helping one another. And also, of course, there is this uh, struggle and people trying to take advantage of other uh, people. You know, when the earthquake hit um, 10 years ago in Japan, I was so impressed that how people were helping one another. There's no looting in, in, in anywhere, anywhere in Japan. So uh, I saw uh, before, you know, I was a little bit sarcastic about how Japanese people are not helping one another. But then uh, emergency hits. And I saw um, a lot of people started uh, helping one another, one another because I think uh, it's buried in our human uh, consciousness that as a species, we are just we are built to, to support one another. And we feel joy when we uh, give a helping hands. So I think this is a great opportunity for us to start helping other people when, we f when you have more than enough. And then for the other side uh, of the world, if you need a helping hand, you need to take uh, a courage to step out and ask for help. We are good at giving help, but we are so bad at asking for one. So if you need for, uh, for yourself and for your kids, you have to be the courageous one to ask for help. And amazingly, your neighbors and, and strangers are there to help you. And so uh, I've seen so many uh, beautiful stories like that in the world. You know, I think in our day-to-day -day encounters these days, we need to help each other minute to minute and hour to hour. Did you know the number of suicides are actually exceeding the number of people dying from from COVID in this day and age? Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. a very scary a concept. You know, it's a concept that it's hard to fathom, especially in this world of abundance we're, we're living in. Yes, exactly, Dr. Lanka. I think uh, hope is something that uh, we, we shouldn't miss or lose. Because, you know, when we feel cut out, and I think it's n n really nothing to do with COVID, because when we feel cut out, we are cut out from the world. So we have to be the one to get out from our, our, our cocoon. You know, we have to just break it out. Uh, otherwise, you know, uh, people are busy. So people don't notice how your neighbors are doing, in general. So I think uh, it takes somewhat some courage to get out from the cocoon that we are building. And unfortunately, um, especially in the West, uh, we've been uh, cut off from one another. You know, and like say, uh, a culture like Mexico, uh, families are there, so they're just they're, uh, they're helping each other. But in uh, uh, North America and Europe, especially, uh, all the families are sort of made more individualistic. So even though uh, your parents are sick, uh, if it's an Asian culture or somewhere in Mexico, they'll just fly all the way to support their families. But unfortunately, individualistic uh, view that uh, some people feel like it's a waste of their money and their time, so government should take care of their parents. So uh, if you're li living in a society without a social and also a cultural safety net, I think it's it, no wonder that you feel cut off. So uh, I hope um, you know, people are more generous with one another than now. So, so what does it mean to have a loving, abundant relationship with money? I think when you think of money, 
you know, uh, certain emotions come up. I've done this many with many, uh, hundreds of thousands of people in my life. So my favorite question would be, if money was a person, who would it be? So uh, for some people, it's a scary monster. For some people, it's like an old buddy from your uh, high schools that you can talk to and ask for anything. <clears throat> and then you do anything for him or her, and then she or he will do anything for you. So if your relationship is such a friendly one, you know, if uh, money becomes your best buddy, your life is in heaven because money can do wonders for you once you know how to uh, uh, have a beautiful relationship with money. Uh, money will get you uh, air tickets if you want to uh, go travel. Money will get you a house, a car, or whatever you need. So uh, if you um, have a good relationship, you, you worry less, and uh, you do more of what you want to do in your life. So what kind of person would money be to you? What kind of person would think you would think money is? Um, to me, money is like a, a fun like a, almost like a clown type of person, you know, he, he, he is always joking and just making a lot of fun with me. And we always trick, you know, surprise parties and just uh, surprise uh, my friends and strangers with that happy tricks. So sometimes I just donate a, a, some chunk of money and then a lot of people cry with overjoy, you know. So um, him and me are buddies to just do all the wonders in the world. So we're just uh, planning something fun all the all the time. So he's like a party planner uh, with me. You know, we just we used to throw a lot of party for like two hundred people, and uh, I invite young people, and just I pay for all the dinner. And sometimes I have a retreat center, so we invite all the young people, and we pay for the hotels and everything. So everything is for free. So I do that all the time because money is my best friend. And uh, we are always planning something to make myself, my family, my friends happy, and also the people that I just touch in my life. So we're just uh, planning always fun stuff. You know, you probably have read some of the works of Robert Kiyosaki, who speaks mm -hmm. quite different about money. You know, yes. he talks about his rich dad and his poor dad. Mm -hmm. He mm -hmm. talks about it as the rich dad having the proper way and his poor dad mm -hmm. having a very difficult way with money. Mm -hmm. How does your philosophy differ from his? I actually shared the same stage with him uh, right before COVID, like uh, two years ago. Uh, and then uh, we had a very interesting conversation because he thinks there's no happy or unhappy money. For him, it's just money. So for uh, some people who think money is just a neutral energy, and it is, so um, you can use it as it is. So uh, I, I really agree with uh, what he's talking about in terms of the way he, or he explains about how to receive money. So there are ways to make money as an employee and, uh, and also uh, investor and business owner. But those uh, are uh, knowledge is uh, what I call money IQ. Uh, what I teach is money EQ. So whereas uh, Robert Kiyosaki is teaching about money IQ, <clears throat> which is how to make money, protect money, increase money. My philosophy is more of money EQ. You need to have money emotional intelligence to be happy. So um, I'm not super interested in uh, how to make somebody 
a wealthy person. You can be wealthy if it if if it's meant to be, and、uh, you can be happy、uh, without any money. So it's more of your attitude, and it takes years to build wealth, but it changes your your、uh, emotional state into seconds if you choose to. So I love teaching more about、um, money, emotional intelligence. So it's a difference. So I'm not against、uh, any of what he's teaching. Actually, I learned so much. That's how I could retire very young. So I teach both money IQ and money EQ. But I think money EQ is still important than money IQ. Cool. That, that, that's a, that's an important distinction for our listeners as we get to.、Mm-hmm. Now here's here's a question that comes from the Western spirit. Yes. Can money buy happiness? Yeah, <laughs> I think it could if you know how to. <clears throat> for example, if you, for example, if you want to date a person, you know, if you just、uh, do little tricks with money, you know, bring some flowers, just、uh, have a fun、um, dinner、uh, appointment, that could help. And also, if you're struggling financially, you're not really in the mood or in the right place to、um, go out and date somebody, right? So, money can do certain wonders, but that doesn't guarantee happiness. So, money can help, but it's not the main factor. And I think it's the same thing. Does a good looks help? It does at the beginning. Money works the same way. Because after、uh, after a little bit, it doesn't work anymore. You know, you might fall in love with、uh, good-looking people, but look what you get. You know, in ten years, we'll be overweight. So,、uh, money money can show you the best part of you, but that doesn't last forever because you, people take it for granted. So,、uh, I think you have to really work with who you are more than how you dress. Fantastic. But we have two more questions as we come、yes. to the end of our program. Thank you, Doctor Lacker. You're asking so many great questions. So I really well, appreciate. Here's、it. a question I want that you to answer from your heart. How、mm-hmm. do you have a fantastic life? You can Honda.、Mm-hmm. How do you have a fantastic life? Thank you for asking, Doctor Lacker. I have a beautiful life because I am in my dreams. Uh, five years ago, I was asked in a magazine article, "What's your dream life?" And I said, "My dream life is to just pursue my dreams, which is to start teaching、uh, people globally and share my knowledge w- with、uh, about happy money and how to live happily." And I, I'm doing exactly like that. So I'm actually living in my dream. I have a beautiful home. And、uh, um, so many great projects are on、uh, on the way. So,、um, and I have I'm surrounded by so many people that I care and love, and the people respect me. I have uh, uh, more respect than I can receive. So,、uh, from my friends, from my coworkers, and readers. So wherever I go, people just、uh, find me and thank me in the restaurant. You know, and. And I cannot think of any better life than I I do now. So I always appreciate、uh, every second of my life. And I can't. A lot of people I know. A lot of people want to trade their life with mine because I'm just helping so many people, and I get so many thank yous. So I don't want to trade my life with anybody because this is the ideal life that I created. Fantastic, Ken. Now 
What advice do you have to our listeners to have mm-hmm. a fantastic life like yours? Thank you so much for asking. So you have to know who you are. I think there is a right seat, right place for anybody. So if you feel something is off in your life, you have to start checking, am I in the right place or not? And then uh, I was doing accounting 20 years ago, and uh, I felt always something is off. But I couldn't really figure out, uh, you know, I was um, making good money, people appreciated me, so the, my clients were always happy, but something was off because I wasn't doing exactly what I was supposed to do, which is to um, inspire people. That part was missing in my accounting business. So um, I want you to start looking um, like a detective, what your life is like and what your ideal life looks like. And if you just start going toward that in the process, you find so so many uh, happy moments and also so many disappointments. But if you start walking, you feel so fulfilled every step of the way. And um, in the process of finding who you are, you find so much joy and support and love and care from the people around you. So I hope you start living your life, not other lives that somebody else wanted, like your parents or how society looks at you. So uh, I hope uh, when you die, I hope you, you feel, you think back all your life and say, Oh, what a fun life. You know, I've, I've, uh, I've experienced so many setbacks and all that, but what a fun life. I'm ready to go. Take me to wherever I'm guided and then die. That's, uh, uh, that's something I want you to imagine. And if you think that you, there may be a little regret in the future, that is something that you have to start working on. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Ken Honda. Wow, you're fantastic, Ken. Thank you so much, Dr. Laika. What a pleasure. And uh, I, I don't mind doing this for the uh, next three hours. <laughs> I, I could do. It's so much fun. Thank well, you. To our listeners, could you please like this if you like this episode and put some comments down so that we could pass this on to others so that others will like it and share with them. Thank you, Ken. Thank you very much. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Dr. Laika, and all the listeners. I'm sending you all my love and blessings. So enjoy life, please. Thank you. You've been listening to How to Live a Fantastic Life. Did you know that you can get a free copy of Dr. Laika's book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life? Yep. Just visit 13gpnow.ca and we'll send it right to you. That's the number 13gpnow.ca. And you'll want to subscribe right here on this page so you don't miss a single episode. We'll see you next week. Have a fantastic day. Fantastic.